From Finance and Commerce, this is Beyond the Skyline, a podcast about economic development, commercial real estate, and construction in Minnesota. In each episode, you will meet business leaders, builders, entrepreneurs, and big thinkers. I'm David Bolander, editor of Finance and Commerce. Thanks so much for joining. Beyond the Skyline is sponsored by Ironmark Building Company. Whether it's a new luxury apartment building in the North Loop or expanding the community in the suburbs, Ironmark builds quality projects for discerning clients. Ironmark's foundation is built on a culture of collaboration with clients and projects that stand the test of time. Talk to Ironmark's award-winning team about your next construction project today. Go to ironmarkbuildingco.com. In this episode, Trevor Bullen, the Dean of Dunwoody College of Technology's School of Design, talks to FNC reporter Brian Johnson. Bullen discusses his early interest in architecture, his role at Dunwoody, and diversity and inclusion efforts at the school. So I am pleased to be joined by Trevor Bullen, uh, Dean of the School of Design at Dunwoody in Minneapolis. And uh, Trevor, Thank you so much for taking some time to chat today. Really appreciate it. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. Wonderful. So, Trevor, I wonder if you could just start out by introducing yourself a little bit to the folks who may not be familiar with your role at Dunwoody. Uh, Talk a little bit about your duties as uh, Dean of the School of Design and uh, how long you've been in this position. So it's, uh, I've been in the position only one year. The School of Design was actually uh, created a year ago. So prior uh, to joining Dunwoody, uh, I was in practice. Um, I spent uh, five years uh, with uh, Snowcratic Architects, an award-winning firm um, in the Twin Cities, and um, uh, joined Dunwoody a year ago just as the School of Design was being uh, created and conceived. And so the, the School of Design um, was created to sort of leverage the uh, the sort of the synergies that existed between a couple of the different design-focused programs here at Dunwoody, and bring them all under one roof. Because previously they were they were not all in under the same uh, leadership. Um, and so that's sort of my, my basic role. We we have three programs right now, and 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 hopefully we'll be looking to expand in the not too distant future. We have architecture. Uh, we have interior design. We have graphic design. And so those are the three programs uh, that I oversee. Okay, great. And uh, have these been quite popular programs at Dunwoody? They have. Um, you know, we have seen some some growth recently um, in, in uh, across the board. Um, I would say that uh, right now it looks like our professional Bachelor of Architecture uh, degree is the is the the program that's growing the most. Um, but we've seen we've seen some solid uh, sort of uh, either sort of maintaining or growing, uh, which is particularly challenging in this particular environment right now. Um, we're we're just in a in a bit of a demographic uh, slump in higher ed. Um, one is that there there are fewer eighteen year olds in in the world, um, and and two I think a few of them are thinking, hey, uh, the traditional sort of college model. Um, is 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 what's for me, and so there's there are those counteracting forces. So we feel fortunate to be in in a space um, that that is sort of maintaining, um, and certainly technical education um, has grown in popularity, where, where folks are really understanding that value. Sure. And how would you say your program sets itself apart from other 
opportunities out there? Uh, that's a great question. I mean, I think th there's there's something um, that I love that here at Dunwood, we have a sort of uh, a tagline, born to do. Um, and so our our focus really is on hands-on, practical, sort of, you know, learn by doing, right? And so we have a, a real focus on on that aspect when it, when it comes to, to design. Um, and then we are exceptionally well connected to industry where we uh, regularly invite industry into the classroom. Um, and we work really, really hard to uh, bring the classroom to industry. And there are a couple of things that we do in that space. Uh, one is that we, we tend to have most of our classes end around noon. Uh, so that most of our students have internships. Um, and that's a real focus of ours here at Dunwoody. Great. And so what what can you talk say about your diversity and inclusion efforts in this program? Sure. You know, I think it's it's always a little bit challenging, you know, as a private not-for-profit, um, when there are public institutions um, that provide many of this, many similar programs to us, right? And so it's really uh, largely us focusing on, on really trying to understand how can we, one, not only attract uh, students, but, uh, but two, um, sort of think about um, how, how to make them successful and how to make it a good return on investment. Um, and that's something that, that we're also really, really focused on. So, um, I would say one of the things that I'm very proud of is that uh, our School of Design, actually, among all of the programs here at Dunwoody, um, our School of Design um, is the most diverse, um, both from 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 a gender diversity as well as uh, sort of ethnic diversity. And so, you know, that's that. I, I would love to take a lot of credit for it, but I think a lot of that comes from, I think, the nature of design um, and the design fields where. Uh, where, where there's a greater diversity of voices that are, are sought out um, and where people feel like they, they have a say. Now, that said, I think that there's, there's still a lot of work to be done in, in those spaces. Um, there are some pretty staggeringly low um, numbers of, of BIPOC um, folks in, in, a, in many, many design fields. And more than anything, there are some persistence issues where uh, both with 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 women in, in some technical fields like architecture, um, while they, we graduate as a as a country, graduate about fifty percent women. That's not what we're seeing persisting all the way through. When we start to look at the upper echelons of you know partners and 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 directors of firms, those those persistence issues aren't there. Uh, you know, uh, so we we have some challenges still. Mm -hmm. And there are a couple of things that I can also speak to, you know, just more generally about what it, what it is that we're doing. Mm -hmm. um, so sure. at Dunwoody, uh, and this is not a unique to um, the School of Design, but the, but the, the entire college, um, we've initiated something called the, uh, the P2C Pathways to Career Program. And that is a really uh, sort of robust um, recruitment and retention um, program that we're uh, directed at, at underrepresented groups. Uh, where these groups are given uh, scholarships uh, to attend, but it, it really extends well beyond that initial scholarship. So uh, students in high school, uh, when they enter the program, and we, we, we will run a session with them during the summer, um, where they attend uh, for several weeks during the summer, uh, they get paid 
uh, a stipend to, to, to attend. So this is not one of those things. Uh, we realize that that can often be a barrier where uh, a, a young person might need to, um, you know, might need that summer job to really help out. And so if they're being uh, forced to choose between, yes, a, an academic program that could benefit them, but also the sort of financial uh, burden that they might carry. So uh, they're given a stipend to participate um, and they do that in the summer. And then throughout the course of the regular um, school term, uh, once a month, we meet with them and we we uh, we work with them on on skills, you know, skill building, resume building, um, all of those sort of soft skills and, and sort of academic learning skills, right? So uh, that uh, so we provide some of that basic sort of uh, training, a good base, and then once they join us um, at the college, we give them a scholarship, um, and then we continue with wraparound services to make sure uh, that they are being successful. So that's. I think one of the big uh, pushes that we have here at Dunwoody. Um, there are a couple of things as well. One of the things that we noticed um, is that some of our students, as they were going into uh, the later years of some of our programs, you know, they were just kind of uh, running out of money, right? Um, and so uh, last year we initiated a, a completion fund, a fund just targeted at students who just needed that little bit of uh, financial help just getting over that hump. Um, and so that's been great. We've partnered with our uh, some of our industry uh, organizations. Uh, so the Minnesota Architectural Foundation, for instance, um, has given us uh, a number of scholarships uh, for BIPOC students. Um, so those are all the different ways in which we're engaging um, with our industry partners and also internally to, to find ways to, to connect to underrepresented groups. Great. And how many underrepresented groups? So what's the share of your total enrollment in the College of Design? Do you know roughly um, what? Uh, it's between 30 and 40 percent. I, I don't have the exact number, but okay. it's it's in that ballpark. Okay. Okay. Excellent. And so uh, do you have your students come mostly from the Twin Cities metro area or do you have to draw students from? Uh, so, you know, one of the things that uh, we 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 do mostly draw our in-person um, students from the metro area, um, you know, mm -hmm. from 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 the sort of the, the around the suburbs and, and also from Minneapolis. Mm -hmm. um, we have launched um, one online program in architecture, um, which uh, you know we we've got students as far away as South Carolina. Um, and that is also part of that sort of equity uh, piece. And when I say equity, I just mean accessibility, really. Mm -hmm. um, because what we've also found is that for many of our students, you know, they might they they might choose to just to, to take an, an associate's degree because um, we offer both associates and bachelor degrees, and then they get into the workplace and they would love to continue their education. They'd love to be able to extend it and sort of move up the ranks, but. You know, life happens. And so our online programs are really uh, providing a pathway for many people who otherwise wouldn't be able to. So those are run in the evenings um, and allow students to then continue to, to uh, build on their earlier successes. Great. What would you say are the job prospects for graduates from the School of Design? So right now, I think... The economy is still uh, holding strong. I mean, at least in terms of demand for our students, um, and it's also you know it, it obviously makes me feel a little bit nervous um, 
with a lot of talk of recession is that it, are we going into recession? Are we not going into recession? I think that sometimes the uh, design fields uh, can be uh, pretty disproportionately impacted in, in an economic downturn. Uh, design and uh, design fields can often seem like a luxury in in those lean times, and so uh, that's that's one of our you know I'm obviously keeping an eye on things like housing starts and and other things to to kind of gauge where uh, things might be, um, and of course there, there's some real localized conditions. Um, so we we're trying to hedge against those by really making sure that our students just have those skills. Um, you know, when I when mm -hmm. I talked about earlier, these sort of hands-on skills, but we we're really trying to set our students up so that even in those tough times, they are the ones who are still in demand. Um, and I think that's also one of those big differentiators between us and and some of the other schools, which may have a a focus that is uh, some might say uh, a little bit more um, uh, sort of got a little bit more of a liberal arts right traditional college blend with the technical where we have a, a sort of laser focus on those technical skills. Okay. And what, what piqued your interest in design as a young person? Is it, yeah. do you have role models or others in your family who were, you know, I, field? I do. I mean, I have, you know, I'm, I'm fortunate enough to, 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 to come from a family uh, of professionals um, and, um, you know, I have an uncle who's an architect, um, and a lot of folks have asked me, "Well, you know, did my uncle inspire me to to take up architecture?" And the, and the, the truth is, no, mm -hmm. because you know, I think as a young person, you know, your uncle just seems like your uncle is is, is just not you're you're sort of unimpressed by the folks that you're most uh, familiar with. But when I was in high school, um, I, I I was in love with two subjects: I loved art and I loved physics, mm -hmm. um, and I really uh, was thinking, you know, desperately trying to think. What am, you know, what am I going to do that's going to, um, uh, with my life and what, what, what sort of career? And, you know, it's, it's my story is, I think, very similar to so many young people. I had a career day. We had, the, you know, a lawyer and a doctor and, and all these folks. And an architect came through uh, to, to speak. Um, and I think what really resonated with me was the way in which the architect spoke about his work, about, uh, about it as a sort of, as a, as a kind of vocation, as a calling. Where so many of the other folks kind of talked about it like this was just their job, mm -hmm. right? Is what they did for a living, um, and not so much in that light of a calling. And that really resonated with me as something uh, of ha wanting to have some larger ideals. Um, and so that was sort of my my introduction to it. Um, I was fortunate enough. I I, I went to to college in New York City, mm. which is like a, a, an amazing lab, if you will. Where um, you know I got all this exposure to, to not only great architecture but just so much uh, larger culture, uh, and um, that you know I was hooked. Yeah. So, did you grow up in the Twin Cities, and how did you end up going to school in New York? Oh, sure. So this is a, <laughs> a long story, but I'll give you the the, the, the cliff notes. So I am originally from the Caribbean. I'm an immigrant. Oh, okay. Um, and um, so I. You know, I am when I when I immigrated, I I, um, I I went to I went to the to New York really just to go to school. I did not mm -hmm. actually intend uh, necessarily on staying in the United States. So that's how I ended up in New York. Uh, I went there for college, and then um, somewhere along the line in grad school, I met my wife, um, who's from from the Twin Cities, and 
as I've noticed with a lot of transplants in the Twin Cities, they, their spouses are, are the ones who sort of uh, bring them here. And, um, mm -hmm. you know, so, yeah, I mean, it's such a great place to be in the Twin Cities. And, and, and you know, for family reasons, we came back um, mm -hmm. here. Awesome. Well, we're fortunate to have you here. And Thank you. So, um, but it, it sounds like you have a good thing going there with the School of Design. Um, any other thoughts before I let you go? Just uh, any, any general? Well, no, I would. I would say one other shameless plug um, mm -hmm. about our one of our our programs is that we we really one of the things that we've done is that we've really built the program. Uh, we call them two plus twos or two plus threes, where we, we pull students in who have an associate's degree. Um, and we make it easy for them to come in and uh, continue on. And I've been advocating since I've been in this role for more schools to really, uh, really try to, to, to be a little bit more sympathetic. Um, and, and by that, uh, let me just explain. What ends up happening for a lot of folks is they, they, they can go to a community college. It's a very accessible it's very affordable. They come out with their associate's degree. Then they, then they decide, okay, I want to go on to the next thing. The problem is, is that our system, for the most part, is not well set up to allow them to make that easy transition. So mm. uh, the first is, e even if they wanted to go in person, a lot of the times what we found is a lot of, uh, a lot of folks with a, with a two-year degree go to, the, go to their uh, local university and the local university goes, yeah, but you know we have we have these courses, and your courses aren't don't totally align with ours. So yeah, you've gone to school for two years, but really we're only going to give you credit for one year, mm -hmm. and that's a really unfortunate uh, consequence uh, of this. Um, and so they end up either discouraged or taking on more debt or having to go mm -hmm. longer. Um, and we've worked really hard to kind of align our curriculum so that. We can make that, that transfer uh, easy, um, and I think at fundamentally, it's. Um, I'm, I'm, I hope that it's going to break down some of these barriers uh, to to allow students to to really come into their own and pursue careers of their choice. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that. That's very important and timely with what's going on in the news today. All the talk about student debt relief and things of that nature. So it sounds like you're doing what you can to address the affordability issue and it's so important and we need to address the return on investment mm -hmm. yeah and getting people jobs right and that, i think that's the other tough thing it's, it's hard for young people who might uh come out of school and find themselves in debt but not be able to find themselves a job and that's why why we focus so heavily on it great well thank you again for your time trevor really enjoyed chatting with you and uh hopefully we can stay in touch and uh visit again in the in the future. Brian, thank you so much for having me. Really enjoyed my time with you. Thank you. Take care. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.